Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Healing for Artists podcast. I'm your host, Helene Aswin, and let's just jump into it. This is episode nine, and we are talking about glowing up for drama school. This is everything you need to know to get ready for drama school. Now, whether you've already auditioned or you've secured your place and you're already going and you're ready to go, I'm ready for you. Let's go. So this is episode nine already, first of all, and I know I took a break. I was very unwell, but I'm okay now. Touch wood. And this is a very transformative topic that a lot of aspiring performers will resonate with, the glow up. What do we mean by the glow up? Now, I'm going to be looking at my notes a lot for this one because we have some juicy, juicy things to get into. And I can only really do it justice if I'm definitely sure that I'm taking it all in to give it back to you. Now, we've recently started the Healing for Artists weekly newsletter and I say weekly it is weekly now it was not weekly before but she's weekly now it's on substack um healingforartists.com that's the blog and here's the podcast now if you want to submit any questions or if we're going to do an advice segment I'm not too sure if we are going to do that because who wants advice from me not too sure but I have been feeling a lot recently like I was in deep need of a glow up. Now, I'm personally not going to drama school in September. I went to the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama um, in 2018 to 2021. Um, I went straight out of college and I went straight in from... I grew up around Bournemouth, which is a small town in the UK... And then I was whisked off to drama school, plunked right in central London and going in every day and it being super intense. And then the pandemic happened and I was in the lockdown for almost two years of my training, which, you know, not ideal, but it is what it is and we move on. Now, this is important because all of you going into drama school now it's it's a crazy world right now. We're kind of in that pre-pandemic era. Things are open. You can do whatever you want. Okay, cool. But oh my gosh, I can now do what I want. It's very, very scary. Also, if you hear pitter-patter, tippy-tappies, I am dog-minding for my auntie's dogs for the week. I'm staying in a lovely house in the countryside, as you can see. So I thought, here's a good day to film some podcast episodes. Episodes or episode We'll see. I've been thinking a lot about the need to glow up because I've reached a point in my life now I've been working in the field now for a year-ish. Those of you who know, know that I had to take a lot of time out because I started getting seizures out of nowhere and it's come to my attention that healing for artists needs to be a thing because we all need to look after our mental well-being make sure we don't burn out and make sure that we build sustainable careers as artists to allow us to grow and thrive and adapt to the ever-evolving industries that we decided to go into and it's very important that we make sure it's sustainable for us and that even though we want to be the best and we want to do so well, we can still do those things without creating such a negative environment 
for ourselves that we burn out or we get sick and we get diseases, or we get chronic illnesses. So that's what we're not trying to do. Instead, it's very important that we step into our era, our glow up era. Now by glow up, what do we mean? We're not just talking physicality where you get your hair done, your nails done, maybe a pedi, wax everything like, yeah, we're gonna do that because it's a glow up. But we're also needing to do the inner work. We need to clear the demons and quiet the turbulent noise that is always seemingly going on in our brains and our subconsciousness. And what we need to do is to really elevate and to glow up. I'm going to talk you through three pillars that are very important of self-confidence, authenticity, and artistic growth. Now, these are three very important things to explore here. Firstly, self-confidence. How you feel about yourself, first of all, and how you show up is allowing the world to see how they should treat you too. That is a Lisa Nichols quote that I've kind of butchered a little bit, but the premise is you step into a room, okay, and your shoulders are down, you're looking at the floor, you don't make eye contact with anyone, how does that come across? You look shy. You look like, please don't look at me. Please don't talk to me. It's not giving confidence. But if you, for example, literally just stood up straight, maybe smile or look like you know what you're doing. Everything's direct. Maybe no smile and you're just going to do what you need to do and leave. Because you've decided to be intentional because you decided I am a confident person. Elevating your self-confidence literally brings your entire vibration up. It means that you can kind of feel good about yourself while still being yourself. And that's the second point I wanted to talk to you about. Authenticity. What does that mean? Before we as artists, we as actors and performing artists can step into a role that is presented to you. Say if you need to prepare for an audition and you have this character that you need to study for, before you can jump headfirst into that and think, how would Christine from Belfast think? You first have to go, how would I think? Who am I? As an artist, as an actor, you first of all need to figure out who you are. So when you know who you are, you know what you're not, and you know how you can step into another being, another character, another personality that is different from yours because you know yourself and you know what makes them different to you. If you step in, if you go out there and start auditioning and start jumping into character work and you don't have a grip on any part of authenticity within you, it can be really easy to get lost and to try and find different personality parts of yourself. Apologies about that. The dogs literally went crazy because they saw a cat. Anyway, if you don't know who you are before you start going into these auditions and before you start becoming other people, you might run the risk of getting lost entirely and starting to think that you are these characters that you're not because you didn't figure out who you were in the first place. So... That is another important point, part of the glow up for 2023. 
you're going to want to do some inner work and figure out who you are, figure out what you like, figure out what you hate. Now, you don't need to go to drama school to learn what you hate. That's what I was told. When I turned up, they said, this is about learning as much of what you don't like as it is what you do like. And I found that ridiculous because I was like, I know what I don't like. I want to do what I do like. That's why I'm here. However, a few years have gone past since that piece of advice was given. And I kind of see now how valuable it is doing stuff that you don't like to do. One, because you'll learn so much. You'll learn skills that you won't necessarily want to do within the context of that task, but you can bring the skills that you learned from that task and go do it in this task. And maybe this task, maybe that's what you like to do over here. And you can apply things that you learn in projects you didn't enjoy. And you can take the skill set from that and put them into projects that you can do now, that you do enjoy. Take yourself on artist dates. This is something that Julia Cameron says in The Artist Way. Um, but going, I, when I first started going to drama school, I booked every single free and under five pound event on Eventbrite. And I went to all of them. Okay. I went to all of them that was in the arts field. I went to karaoke bars and rooftop bars. And I went to different dance classes and I went to one dance class. And that one dance class, I ended up becoming a personal assistant for a dance entrepreneur who now runs her six figure business from Thailand. And that was just from going to one Eventbrite class. Actually, Healing for Artists came from that because technically I thought of the idea for Healing for Artists whilst in Danny's classes, who's the girl that ran the dance class I went to, you see. Anyway, you're going to want to put yourself out there to figure out who you are. You need to get a little bit uncomfortable so you can kind of figure out what you like and what you don't like. That, your genetics, that's what makes you you and you can't necessarily change your likes and opinions for things. So figure out what your opinions are. I used to be that person that said, I don't have any opinions. That's not true. Everyone has opinions. If you think you don't have opinions, you do. You just don't know what they are. So get to know what you know. Get to know what you know. Get to know what you know. Knowledge is power. Is what is power. We need that knowledge, especially if we're going to glow up, okay? Hot girls are smart girls. I'm going to just say it. We use our brain. We know how to think and we know what we want and we know what we like and we know what we don't like. That is part of the glow up. Now, number three, what did I say the third one was? Artistic growth. Now, this kind of falls under authenticity that I was saying earlier about knowing who you are before you become the character. But what I will say, artistic growth, you need to practice different art forms in your craft for fun you don't have to but part of this particular glow up you're gonna want to do this okay we can journal we can vision board we can classic glow up but this is your tailored artistic glow up guide so for this one if you're an actor I want you to pull up any monologue you can go to backstage.com they've got hundreds of free monologues if you don't already have one lined up head on over 
or just type in free monologue onto the internet like it's not deep like just find whatever learn it record yourself watch it back don't judge yourself that's the most important part I always used to watch back my tapes and be like oh my god I'm trash but the point is yeah you've got to start somewhere and you've got to figure out what you look like doing the thing you love doing analyze it but not in a self-critical judgy way we know that you're a beginner you're going to drama school you haven't perfected the craft you're going to the institution to go do that so what you want to do is figure out what you look like what you sound like how you feel because how you feel delivering your monologue and your acting pieces the audience are not seeing how you think so for example I didn't know that I rocked a lot whilst I sung my musical theatre songs. I would do one of those rocky back and forths. I didn't know that until I recorded myself doing it. No one said. Um, So it's important to get to know your artistic growth and where you need to develop. Okay, If you do musical theatre, you want to film yourself doing dances do the same thing. But the important thing is you don't judge yourself because if you attack yourself before you've even given yourself the chance to develop and to grow, you're going to put yourself off it before you even get to the gates. You're going to eliminate the field before you can even give give yourself the chance to fail. You would have already gone, no, I can't do it because I saw myself doing it and I couldn't do it. No. You're going, like I said, you're going to drama school to learn. You're not perfect. You'll come out of drama school and you still won't be perfect. But it's important to have an idea of what you look like from the outside with no judgmentalness, okay? Second of all, Crafting your artistic image, we kind of already spoke about this again, but your visual identity matters, okay? We're going to talk about curating a style that aligns with your artistic persona, wardrobe choices that make you feel empowered, grooming tips, and boosting your self-assuredness. Right, let's dive in. So, as I was saying, you need to figure out who you are, authenticity, and when you find that, you can start figuring out what So we know who we are now and we want to know what our future self looks like, right? We're glowing up. We're stepping into the future girl. The future girl is here. The future is now, okay? It's like my dream person, my dream person. You are your dream person now. And fake it till we make it. We're 100% doing it. I support the Delulu girls. Here we are. When you figure out who you are and when you figure out who you want to be, where do you want to be in five years? Are you getting a Grammy? Are you getting an Oscar? Are you staying a low-key person? Are you staying an underrated gem? Figure out what you want in the future and try and bring that closer every day. We're going to do this by changing our wardrobe. Again, looks make you feel a type of way. When I feel like I'm dressed to the nines, I carry myself differently. When I wear a cute outfit... I carry myself differently. When I have makeup on, when I feel like my hair's done nice, when I'm showered and washed in clean girl aesthetic, guess what? I'm so confident. Not because 
I feel like I need those things to feel confident. I'm kind of whatever either way. But when you put the effort in, when you take the time, I mean, I'm talking to the gals here. We already know this. When you put the time into taking care of yourself, you find that appreciation for yourself. Dogs, again, don't know where I was, but when you find out who you want to be, you can start crafting a dream idea of who your dream self, what would they be wearing? Like, are they a stay-at-home gym kind of gal? Are they always dressed up to the nines? Are you always wearing a sexy bodycon dress? Like, are you wearing cool sweatpants and like a little crop bralette? Like, figure out what your dream self Who is she and what does she wear? Like, what does she look like? Who does she hang out with? What does she do on the weekends? What does she do when she wakes up? What's her morning routine? What's her night routine? You can get into the whole spiel of it. But once you figure out who that person is and who you kind of want to go with when you start up at drama school or university in September, you're going to want to pick out three pieces or five pieces. They don't have to be expensive, like Primark... Sheen, secondhand charity shops. My best pieces are from charity shops, I swear to you. It doesn't have to be expensive, but find three pieces. If you go onto Pinterest and you find, you make a Pinterest mood board of everything that inspires you that you think your future self would look like, dress like, hang out in. And then from that Pinterest board, I want you to pick out and go buy by yourself one to three pieces or three to five pieces that reflect that dream self that's that's the jacket that she wears now it doesn't have to be the gucci jacket if it's a blazer we buy a blazer if you don't have a blazer we get a blazer that's still got the oomph to it okay i don't want to hear the excuses that's why i'm telling you about the dupes and when you put on those pieces really take a second to breathe and feel what it feels like to be that dream self. And what you're doing is we're glowing up. We're stepping into the it girl factor. You're going to feel like an it girl. When you feel confident because you have the outfit, because you have whatever, you're going to show up even better. So that is my second tip is we're curating a wardrobe that's going to reflect your artistic growth and your artistic image. Your thinking who am I as an artist or as a performer as a creative like on spotlight Helena Yasmin who does that look like when you've pulled your pieces together and you put that on and you look in the mirror you tell yourself that is me I'm Helena Yasmin or whatever your name is but say your full artist name I am Jane Doe (laughs) shout out to Jane Doe I really feel how that feels to be in the energy of being the artist and being the creative, but also knowing that that's you. But as artists, we often step out of it and go, well, I'll just hide behind the artist self. And that's a whole other, this is a whole level of video. But for now, let's go ahead and talk about self-care. Self-care is going to be your number one friend as part of your starting out your journey when you start drama school, when you start uni. Self-care is extremely important. First of all, because if you are moving away from home for the very first time and you've gone to a brand new city that you've never been to and you have no friends there and you don't know anyone, self-care is going to be your number one friend, okay? I don't have a bath anymore, but if you do have the luxury of a bath, 
a bath will never go amiss. Reading, taking time for yourself. And I'm not going to say all the generic, read a book, take a bath, take a shower. Like, I know that I just said that. That's what I like to do. But you need to figure out what self-care looks like for you. If you're not a reader, if you're a magazine flicker, I'm a magazine girly, buy yourself a magazine once a month or read a book. And I think I have a link to Kindle Unlimited, um, 30-day free trial. Also, Amazon Prime and Student Student Prime. Okay, what I do have for you guys is Amazon Student Prime, a 30-day free trial in the show notes. I do get a small commission if you do click the link as a disclaimer. But if you're going to uni and you do not have Amazon Student Prime, that is what pulled me through. I'm still connected to my, no, wait, my dad is still connected to my Amazon account because we linked accounts when I had the Student Prime, which was fantastic. And that really got me through uni. If you don't have student prime, like I was saying, what are you doing with your life? Now that the dogs have interrupted for the fifth time, I'm going to give you one other tip and I'm going to jump out of here. Let's talk about networking. It's very important to network. I didn't do too much about uni and I'm still fine. So if you spend the whole of uni or drama school, not talking to a soul, you can still be fine. But Networking is very important because you're going to make a lot of friends at uni and drama school and you're going to want to connect to those people. People are going to end up all over the place, all over the world, all over the country, all over the industries. And you just never know where you're going to be. So it's always good to keep connected to people. One, because it's just good to have lots of people around you. Because when we threw it, When we went through the pandemic era, it was a very, very, very hard time. We were all really isolated and it was really hard to talk to anyone. Now, post that, I still feel really lonely a lot of the time. And I do have a long-term friend and I have a great boyfriend and I have family, but I still feel intensely alone a lot of the time. So I know as an artist, I am not the only person that feels like this. And I know that hundreds and thousands of you are also feeling the exact same way. So networking is not just to be like, Ah, oh, take some from you, you take some from me. No, no, no. It's about that deeper human connection. That's another creative. That is an artistic soul that you kind of want to get to know. They're going to have insights. They're going to have wisdoms that you don't have, that you otherwise wouldn't have realized. You wouldn't have gotten to the new place where you are able to glow up and be in a space to get to the next level because you wouldn't have even got that in the first place. You wouldn't have even taken the steps there had you not have spoken to XYZ person. People give each other nuggets of wisdom all the time, even unconsciously, subconsciously, whatever. You never know what you're going to learn by talking to people. So it's very important to keep your options open and keep your network as wide as possible. Try and make friends with people that aren't even in the performing arts space. You will find it very valuable to talk to all walks of life with people, especially, 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 especially my actor friends out there. You're going to want to talk to as many, many, many different types of people in the world because you might end up playing one of those people one day and it's a lot easier to know firsthand experience than it is to watch something because it's not applied to your everyday life. Whereas if you've interacted with that type of person, you're going to know what that type of person interacts like. So it's going to be easier to fall into that character. 
Network, network, network. Embracing growth and resilience. This industry is hard and it will kick your butt. Sorry. Rejections are going to be your new best friend. When you get that rejection, do not take it to heart. I have a whole... I could talk forever about rejections, so I'm assuming that's going to be a future episode. Um, I think we have already done an episode about navigating the nose. So if we have, I will pop that here in the show notes as well. But when we reach the crescendo and we're reflecting upon your glow up journey and it's intertwined with growth and resilience, drama school isn't just about polished performers. It's about evolving as an artist and as an individual. As I said, we're constantly ever changing and ever growing. And the more knowledge we can pick from the different trees of life as we walk through drama school, as we glow up and become the best versions of ourselves, really, we can definitely take time to reflect on our past selves and go, thank you, me, in the present. You give yourself a moment to thank yourself for showing up for yourself, for going, do you know what, I am going to take that first step. And I know that the fear is really fearing and it can really hold you back. But at the end of the day, know that you have chosen this path and you've chosen it for a reason. This is something that your heart feels cool to do a lot of the time. And if you've had that feeling and you've gotten to the point where you've gotten into drama school, you've gotten into university and you're going very, very soon. Amazing. Congratulations. You want to do that for a reason. And if you don't, if you give up because you're scared and because you have fears of self-doubt, of feeling like an imposter. I've been to a few events this year and last year I feel very, very appreciative. I went to a private Garnier event in a Fitzrovian private members clubhouse and I was like, what am I doing here? Me, an artist, um, a little actor, like, what am I doing? It's, it's okay. Like, there's no right or wrong all of the time. There's a lot of gray area that they won't, they won't teach you this at drama school. They're not going to say this, but you have to give yourself the permission because my whole life I was waiting for the right people to come up and tell me like, okay, you're allowed to now reach out to agents or okay, now you're allowed to put yourself forward for those opportunities no one's going to tell you you can do it. You have to do it. And if it's not right, and if it's clearly, clearly out of bounds, then yeah, stop, wait. But don't just stop it. You go, okay, I want to be a backup dancer for Sia. Great. I've gone to a London audition dance call. It was open dance call. I've gone. I was rubbish. I was awful. Am I going to give up? Or am I going to go to more dance training, get better and try again? Mm, if you give up and you don't give yourself the chance to fail, you will not only regret it, but you'll feel it inside. You will not be able to feel fulfilled. You will not be able to rest and you'll be an anxious ball of energy. I know this because this was me. You'll be like, why can't I shake this feeling? It's because you're suppressing the artist within you. And that is a very free and chaotic spirit that can't just be bundled and shoved down. If you do that, it's going to come up in weird 
crazy different scenarios and ways. It comes out as stress. It comes out as seizures. It comes out as headaches, as whatever it comes out as. You can't suppress what you're meant to do. So at the end of the day, yes, it's scary to put yourself out there and you got into drama school and it's scary to move to a new place. But if we don't decide to glow up and step into our best artistic selves and our artist person and our actor person, we don't have to be perfect. No one's asking for perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. So good luck finding perfect. But we need to step into our best selves and really allow ourselves to glow up so that we can move out of our own way and let the artistic soul come through and do what it needs to do and make the art that it wants to make and meet the friends that it wants to meet. And you're not going to get in the way. Before, if you haven't glowed up and you haven't done your inner work, you're going to get yourself in your own way and you're going to block your blessings. And if you block your blessings, your time at drama school is going to be an interesting ride. So this is why we need to glow up. And that is how you're going to glow up for drama school. Please let me know your thoughts in the comments below and email info at healingforartist.com if you have any questions or if you want to be on the podcast, submit your story or your question and you might be featured in the next week's episode. Subscribe to the Healing for Artists podcast down below and subscribe to the weekly newsletter for updates on different events and recommendations and um, discounts and whatever. It's all going to be on the newsletter. Also join the Healing for Artists community if you haven't already. We've got hundreds of worldwide international professional drama schoolers and professional actors in our actor chat. We also have the healing for artists community we have a musicians chat we have ask for help and entrepreneurs chat we have it all so please join the community and make the most out of it i'm your host Tony yasmin thank you so much for joining me and i'll see you in the next one bye and you can follow my instagram if you want it's at i'm helena yasmin and twitter and tiktok okay bye